Do you feel like God's called you to step out and do something beyond your comfort zone, beyond your education, your skill, or your knowledge? Listen, tune into today's broadcast. We're going to talk about how to walk in strong grace. Welcome to Wisdom for Living with Greg Moore. Join with Greg as he shares truth from the Word of God that will help you grow in wisdom and successfully navigate a balanced life with family, marriage, finances, and relationships. And now, here's Greg. Welcome to today's broadcast of Wisdom for Living. My name is Greg Moore, and it's just a joy to be with you. It's, a, it's such a privilege and an honor to be able to come into your home and share the Word of God and minister life to you, to impart to you the things that God has shared with me. My wife and I have been in ministry for over 40 years, a pastor for 27 years, and uh, man, we just love to hear from you. We love to hear testimonies from you. We love to hear how the Word of God is changing you, helping you, blessing you. So I encourage you to write us. Just go on gregmore.com and, and let us hear from you. Share a testimony. Uh, you could also uh, email us at prayer at gregmore.com and we will agree with you in prayer, pray the Word of God over you, and we, we just believe God for great things in your life this year. So we've been in the middle of a series called A Heart Established in Grace. And man, it has been powerful. I've just been enjoying it. I've been getting blessed sharing it. So, you know, Hebrews 13.9 is our foundational scripture. Do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines, for it is good that the heart be established by grace. And so we're going to begin to talk today about how to be strong in grace. Uh, if you can be strong in grace, you can be less, you can be weak in grace. So let's talk, we're going to talk and share that right after I share a funny with you. So a couple of funnies actually. So a local uh, man to a visitor in town said, you know, we had, we had one-way signs put up on every street in our town. The visitor responded, well, how did that work out for you? The local man said, well, not too good. Everyone drove out of town. Now they can't find their way home. <laughs> that was funny. A visitor to town asked one of the locals, how do I get to the train station? The local man responded, go down, to the, go down this street two blocks. If you turn left, you'll be right. If you turn right, you'll be left. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay, so open your Bibles to uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 1 and 2. It says, You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Man, that's powerful. Be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Now, I understand when we receive the Lord, we receive all grace uh, because Jesus is full of grace and truth. But that's in our spirit, man. And we can, be, we can walk in more or less grace in, in our souls. And in fact, uh, when sometime in our next week's broadcast, I'm going to talk to you about uh, the subject of more grace, how to, how to access more grace. But here he says, be strong in the grace that's in Christ Jesus. And the things that you've heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men 
who will be able to teach others also. And then in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 10, it says, But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And His grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. You know, we've been talking about you know, the heart being established in grace. And here he says that we can be in 2 Timothy 2, verse 1, that we can be strong in grace. And then 1 Corinthians 15, 10, the Apostle Paul said, man, I am what I am by His grace. And I, I labor, everything I do, I do by His grace. It, it's not that we, you know, living strong in grace doesn't mean you sit on your hands and do nothing in the kingdom at all. It means you don't do things in the strength of your will. You don't do things by dependence upon yourself. It's dependence upon the Lord. And whatever I am in terms of my position with God uh, as a son, uh, my, in terms of my gifts and calling in life, my uh, career, my ministry, uh, whatever good I'm able to do, it's all by His grace. You know, God's called us to, uh, to produce these television broadcasts, to come into your home. And, you know, uh, this, this is, we're just doing this dependent upon Him and dependent upon uh, God to touch people's hearts and help us to help take this message uh, of helping people to grow in wisdom and in Christ's likeness and grace to other people. And so we're just, we're just depending on the Lord. Whatever He calls you to do, you've, He's given you grace to do. Whatever assignment He's given to you, you have His grace to do it. And whatever, whatever His grace in my life is, and we'll talk about that later, there, there are different measures of grace. There's, uh, there's an assignment grace. I, I've, I've got an assignment on me to do these broadcasts. Uh, to fulfill the ministry God's given me. Uh, but I can, you know, you don't have grace to do what I'm called to do, and I don't have grace to do what you're called to do. But whatever He's called us to do, assigned us to do, uh, you know, we have strong grace to do that. You, you, you don't have to, uh, you, you, don't have, you're not, you, don't, you don't have to look at yourself and compare yourself with what God called you to do and here you are you're you're thinking well god's called me to do this out here and then you're right here and you feel like man how do i do that well you don't do it by comparing yourself with the assignment you you do it by uh, comparing god in you <laughs> to the assignment because god in you is more than able it's like the uh the children of israel the ten spot the Ten spies came back with a bad report and said, "We, you know, man, it's true that land flows with milk and honey, but there's giants in the land, and we can't take those giants. We're not able." But Joshua and Caleb uh, came back with with a better report. They weren't listening to the ten spies network. They came back and said, "We be well able." And listen, my brother and sister. God wants you to be strong in grace. And the way you make the decision to be strong in grace is stop comparing yourself to someone else. If, you are, if, you are, um, if you're married, you're the best spouse 
that your that your that your mate could have. If you're if you have children, uh, you are the best parent that those children could have. If you're uh, if you're a supervisor and you're at your job, you're the best supervisor that they could have at this time. And you need to stop comparing yourself uh, carnally and naturally. And, and you need to be strong in grace. Whatever God assigned to you to do, you, you, you have strong grace to do. And whatever His grace in me is to do, I'm, I'm going to be strong in it, not weak in it. I'm not going to back off. God doesn't have pleasure when we shirk back from responsibility. When He gives us an assignment or somebody in authority gives us an assignment, I, I'm going to step into it. I'm going to lean into His grace. I may not feel adequate. In fact, I've never felt adequate to do anything God's asked me to do. And, but the, but the, the main thing is, don't wimp out. Don't, don't wimp out on what God's asked you to do. You know, we teach on grace from a doctrinal standpoint that certainly includes all that Jesus accomplished for us, all that He imputed to us, all that He imparted to us, all that He made us, all that He provided for us, you know, freely and unconditionally through the finished work of the cross. Uh, but man, His grace is even more than that. And if, you, if you'll depend on Him, you, you can, man, you, you, you can draw on His adequacy. That's the bottom line. To be strong in grace is to be strong in dependence on Him and His adequacy in your life. I, I know that I've found grace to be His divine enablement wherever I felt inadequate. And so, man, I, I heard uh, Creflo Dollar teach several years ago on a message on grace. And it basically, he described grace as depending on and trusting in God as opposed to self-reliance. And... Guys, we, we've, got to, we've got to make this decision. I'm going to be strong in grace. I'm going to be strong in my dependence on the Lord. I'm going to be strong in relying on and trusting in Him rather than ourselves. And 2 Corinthians 3 and verse 5 says, Our sufficiency is of God. Our sufficiency is of God. Our ability to do anything challenging, anything that stretches our comfort zone, anything that's outside of what, we're, what we feel um, ab our ability to do or face any assignment that seems beyond our skill set or experience or knowledge. Uh, guys, that, that, it's from God. It, we're going to do it by His grace. That's how we do it. Whenever, whenever you have... Uh, that thing that you're called to do and it seems way beyond what, what you can do. Don't shirk back from that. Embrace it. Embrace it. And, but embrace it by His grace and declare with me His adequacy, His sufficiency my, it, it is, is been imparted to me. My, my, uh, his sufficiency uh, is in His adequacy compensates for my inadequacy. Man, that's powerful, guys. I, look, as I shared with you, I, I've never once felt adequate to do 
anything that God has asked me to do or assigned me to do, not ever one time. When God called me into ministry, I was experiencing quite a bit of success in business. And I knew without a doubt in my mind that, uh, you know, it would be a modern day miracle for God to transform this, this businessman into a minister. I mean, I, I, would, I could talk to people one-on-one, -on -one, but talking in front of a crowd or certainly doing anything like this on television would be like, man, uh, this is not, you know, this is not me. I mean, in fact, I used to joke around, you know, that it takes a lot to get this radio face ready for, for television. And it was basically, I was just not comfortable in being up front. I was, uh, I was, I was an introvert. Um, I, you know, I dealt with a lot of rejection early on in my life. And so it was just easier for me to take a back seat to, you know, I, and I was making a lot of money, so I loved giving into the kingdom and helping other ministries. But then, you know, I, I, my wife came to me one day and said, well, I've been praying and God, and, and while I'm shaving, and she says, you know, God's called me to be a pastor's wife. And I said, well, that means one of three things. That means, that means I'm gonna die and you're gonna marry a pastor. Uh, we're going to get divorced and you're going to marry a pastor or, or God's going to have to change my heart because I didn't see myself that way. And so I had to, but then he began to, God began to deal with me from the word that he, in Luke chapter one, verses two and verse 17, he put two, ver two phrases from each of those verses together that he called me to be a minister of the word to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And, you know, it was like, God, you know, you don't know what you're doing. I mean, choose somebody else. I'm not, I'm not capable to do this. And finally, you know, I was counting money one day. We had a large uh, high cash flow business. I had a wholesale florist business in Houston, Texas. And I was making counting money for a deposit one day. And while I was counting that money, I heard this old Peggy Lee song. Uh, I didn't even like Peggy Lee, but, uh, but I, I, this song just got locked in my head. And she was talking about different events. The, the song covered different events in her life that she thought would really be significant. And then each one of them, she came up with the same result. And, and it, is that all there is? Is that all there is? And while I'm counting money, and that money represented the fruit of my business, I heard that, and I believe God was speaking to me through Peggy Lee's song, Is That All There Is? And so I finally surrendered to the Lord, and I went to Bible college and left my business in the hands, in the hands of Judas's great-great-great-great-great-great-granddaughter. Uh, and, and, um, and, I, and I, you know, my... my my business, uh, basically, I ended, ended up giving my business uh, away, and uh, and it and it just didn't it just didn't work out well. But I, I knew God had called me, and I went to I went to a, a ministry. Uh, I went into ministry. I went to Bible college, and then I, I left Bible college, and we we planted a church, and I didn't feel 
confident, uh, and, and, and for a long time people stayed away in droves, uh, but I just stayed with it. I knew God had called me. I was bivocational for a while. And uh, I mean, I just knew when I surrendered to the call to go into ministry that uh, I read the story about how, how Abraham, Abraham gave up Isaac uh, and was willing to kill him, and, but he found a ram in the bush. I knew if I was willing to leave my business, God was going to give me a ram in the bush. But what he did was he gave me, he gave me a, a Bible college and, and ministry. And I thought I'd make thousands, I was making thousands of dollars a year and, and even a week sometimes in my business. And I went from that to making about $120 a week. And, and uh, so it was, it, you know, we, there were challenges with it, but I never regret following the Lord. But the, the bottom line is I didn't feel adequate. And then our ministry started to grow. And then we, we uh, transitioned that church in Houston, Texas to Decatur, Texas, and that church exploded in growth. And, and, and man, I, I got, you know, I finally got comfortable in ministry. And, you know, then, then uh, after a period of time, after several years, then, then God, and I, and, and, you know, even when I had success, you know, I'm speaking to someone right now, you've got success in your life, in your business. There's someone else I'm talking to. You got success in your in your ministry. Listen, my brother and sister, there is there there are greater temptations with success than there are with adversity. Yeah, you need to be aware of that, and and you need to stay humble before God, dependent upon God, teachable with men, accountable to men, so that the enemy doesn't abort your success and your ministry. Or your or the success in your business. I've seen too many people let their success go to their head. I, I knew this was God because, like David, you know, he was on the backside of the desert with the sheep, and then and then God finally gave him that uh, that day where he killed the giant. And you know, we we find I finally started uh, having success in ministry. And man, I mean, if things were were great, and we we saw a great fruit from our ministry. But then after uh, 20 plus years, God started to stir me up and, and that he had a new assignment for me. And then uh, I, I was uh, led of the Lord to finally transition and, and hand off that church to a son in the faith. And man, uh, he, they're doing awesome today. And, and then, I, then I, I came to Karis Bible College and Andrew Womack Ministries and and uh, then they they put me in a position, a uh, new position called dean of education, and and I didn't even know what a dean did. I had to, you know, each of these steps I had to lean into His grace. I, I had to depend on Him. I had to draw on His adequacy. Um, and then I became the director of Karis Bible College, and 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 man, even more so, I had to depend on on the Lord. Listen, the bottom line is, my brother and sister, whatever role you have in life, okay, uh, I've proven it over and over and over again that whatever assignment God gives you, either He, is, he gives you a directive that you know is His will or somebody in authority uh, gives you an assignment or a promotion to do something, 
you know, when, I, when they gave me that assignment as the director of Karis Bible College, I didn't feel adequate. And I had to draw on his adequacy. He, listen, here's the bottom line. God said he wants you to be strong. He, he wants you to be strong in grace. In, in order for your heart to be established in grace, you have to determine to be strong in grace. What does that mean? You need to be strong in your dependence on the Lord, drawing on His adequacy wherever you don't feel adequate or, or comfortable. And, I, and guys, I've, I've seen God over and over again do this and cause success in my life. And, and, and the success that I'm experiencing today is simply, all right, Lord, if this is what you have for me, then I'm going to depend upon you. I'm going to agree with you. Humility is agreeing with God and depending on God. I'm going to agree with you uh, and I'm going to depend on you. And, you know, someone is listening to me, watching me today, and you know that God's called you to, to do something and it's outside of the box and you just haven't been willing to step out. You need to agree with God and then you need to depend on God. And the pieces won't fit. Bob Nichols said it like this, the pieces won't fit until you commit. Praise God. Things will work together when you commit to God's grace. So how to stay strong in grace? It all starts with either a word from God or a directive from someone that's in authority over you. And, you know, you just be faithful to that. You say, all right, yes, Lord. Just say, yes, Lord. No, Lord is an oxymoron. It's a moronic ox. Look, if God asks you to do something or someone in authority asks you to do something, then you agree with it. Say, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm going to draw on God's grace to do this. I'm going to be strong in grace. I'm not going to depend on myself. I'm not going to depend on my inability. Hebrews 10, 38 and 39 says, but anyone who is right with me thrives on, this is a message Bible, thrives on loyal trust. If he cuts and runs, I won't be very happy. We're not quitters who lose out. Oh no, we'll stay with it and survive trusting all the way. Man, we, need, we just need to trust God. And, and sometimes we just need to do it afraid. <laughs> you know, sometimes we just need to uh, uh, attack our fear with trust in God and watch and see how it'll drive the enemy out and away from your life. And then secondly, you've got to guard against comparing yourself with other people and, and, or being intimidated by what you don't know. Um, 2 Corinthians 10, 12 says, for we dare not class ourselves or compare ourselves with those who commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves, comparing themselves among themselves, are not wise. We can't all be 10 talent people. And I, I'm not going to try to be. I'm going to be who I am. But I listen, if God called me to pastor, and if God called me to do a thing, if God call, call, called me to, uh, which He did, marry my wife and, and have children, then I'm going to be the best pastor uh, that my church could have. I'm going to be, when, when He called me to pastor, I'm going to be the best husband that my wife could have. I'm going to be the best uh, parent that my children could have. And then simply, you, you need to believe God for everything you need to fulfill your assignment. 
Hebrews 13.21 says that God will equip you with everything good for doing His will. Man, that is powerful. Everything you need. Every, every thing, your ability, um, your, your, the anointing, the wisdom, the resources, everything you need. Man, it's available to you by God's grace. He wants you to be strong in grace, my brother and sister. He, he doesn't want you to shirk back from the opportunities that are, that are in front of you. Certainly you want to pray. You want to make sure that God's called you into that. But look, if someone in authority asks you to do something, and as long as it doesn't violate the word, you need to say, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, I, I will do that. And I will, I'm not going to do it perfect, but I, man, I'm going to give my all, do my best, and I'm going to draw on God's grace to do it. If God has called you to, to, to do something, then you have his ability to do it. If it, maybe it's to go to Bible school like it was me. Listen, God knows where you are. He knows how much money you have. He knows the education. He knows the experience, and yet he still called you. You can do what God called you to do. You can go where he called you to go. You can be who he's called you to be. And it's going to be, it's going to be fulfilled as you determine that you're going to be strong in his grace. Man, thanks so much for tuning into this broadcast of Wisdom for Living. I speak strong grace over you in Jesus' name. Discover how to unlock the hidden wisdom of God and make good decisions for your life when you read Greg's brand new book, Walking in Wisdom. In this book, you will learn practical steps to help you reap the benefits of godly wisdom as Pastor Greg shares from over 40 years of walking out biblical truths and principles. Get your copy of Greg's new book by going to gregmore.com today. If you've been enjoying this series on a heart established in grace, I encourage you to go to gregmore.com and order uh, this series. You can get it either on USB, DVD, CD, uh, and maybe even consider ordering one for someone else, one of your friends, family members, that would help them be established in grace as, as well as you. Go to gregmore.com and check it out. Today's teaching, A Heart Established in Grace, is available in a 10-disc CD or DVD album or on a USB flash drive containing both audio and 4K video. Go to gregmore.com and order your copy today. While visiting gregmore.com, you will find all of Greg's books, CDs, and DVDs. You will also be able to access his blog, free teachings, and connect with him on social media. Visit us today at gregmore.com. Remember, you can order resources or partner with our ministry at gregmore.com or by writing to us at P.O. Box 7702, Woodland Park, Colorado, 80863. We look forward to hearing from you today. Join us again tomorrow for more Wisdom for Living. Everyone I've ever heard has given this description of heaven is that it's complete peace. There's no anxiety, no fear, just perfect love, perfect peace. Um, there's no concern about provision, no concern about uh, being accepted, no concern 
about uh, your position or role in life. And in fact, one of, the, uh, one of the outstanding character traits that the Bible talks about in heaven is that around the throne of God, there's a sea of glass around the throne of God. What is he giving you a picture of? There's not even a ripple around the throne. It's complete peace. And God has given us that, my brother and sister. That's tomorrow on Wisdom for Living.